Blog Talk Radio. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we have to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can conquer hate You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and kiss here today Pick it light and pick it fast Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see What's good? It's your man, El Divine Bay. It's hump day. Hump day is hump day. Hey, we got to get into this information. We got to get into this information. Excuse me, y'all. I had to get my little, my little, my little sip, sip on and whatnot. But yeah, today, man, we're going to be talking about uh, what a lot of people have been talking about over the past uh, week or so. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was, was going crazy when they heard that... Uh, your president uh, only paid $750 in taxes, and everybody was wondering how he do that, and it's illegal. It's absolutely legal, and we're going to tell you exactly how he did it with some of these tax strategies and secrets that uh, the 1% know and some of the Moors know, so we're going to get into that information in just a moment. But first and foremost, before we do what we do, we always got to pay homage to all our ancestors that came before us. So we got to set the tone, man. So peace to the gods, man. 
Assalamu alaikum to the nation. Islam to our memoirs out there. Hotep, Alafia, Ashe, and any greetings of peace, man. We bid you that right now, first and foremost. Yes, 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 and yes. So we're going to get into this information, man, because we got an hour. I'm going to give y'all a straight hour. And I'm hopefully, once we get some calls popping up, we'll take some questions at the end of this information, man. If you uh, find it, uh, this information that I'm giving you, if you don't find no no value in this, then hey, either you don't pay taxes and that's not an issue for you, or you just don't seek to learn what these wealthy people have been knowing for a while now. So this is nothing new. It's just new. When, when people get exposed and and when people start digging, you know, and they, they say, okay, well, well, show us your taxes. Same thing Trump did to Obama when Obama was running. So it's it's nothing new. It's nothing new. It's just, it's just new to us. So these things have been kept from us for so long, man. It's just like we, we playing catch up and they running laps around us. I mean, centuries, centuries of of laps around us, and we're just trying to get on on, on first base. But I'm going to give you a few of these keys, and you can use them, or you can just, you know, take it for what it's worth, and just 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 having information is better than not having information. So let me go on and get some, 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 some of my Superman music going, get my vibe right. Got our co-host checking in today. My empress is checking in today, y'all. She ain't gonna do a whole lot today. I'm gonna get her on this show for a full show once on Maybe that will be. Um, but yeah, man, the information we're gonna be talking about is the income tax secret. Uh, Donald Trump's tax returns revealed, and a couple other little goodies that I got for y'all. Uh, today is October 7th, and you know, everybody's talking about the vice president. Vice presidential debate going on with uh, Mr. Pence and Kamala, so that's 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 something that everybody is talking about. Uh, the other thing other people are talking about is, is uh, your president Cody in uh, his uh, coronavirus claim, hope, whatever you want to call it. Some people think it's a hope. Some people think it, you know, it's karma. Whatever you think, it is what it is. But uh, again, your president, <laughs> he is going through uh, a scenario of events to uh, get some attention. You know what I'm saying? And whether it's, it's, it's true or not, he's grabbing all the attention from what you should be focusing on. One, being the stock market. Two, being the stock market. And three, being stock market. <laughs> so, what happened when he came home from the hospital? He immediately said that he was stopping any progression of the stimulus package. And guess what happened to the Dow? Went straight to the floor, y'all. People started panicking. Anytime this man tweets something in regards to uh, that it may affect the economy, it affects the stock market. Bye. Love you. Hey, my empress, I told you she wasn't going to be here long now. But it was good that she could say something on the, uh, the air because she spoke with the co-host. We don't get it on here, though. <laughs> but uh, back to Mr. Trump. That's that's what the minister called me. Mr. Trump. I love it. But check it out, y'all. He tweets something to the extent that he will not be passing anything stimulus-related until after the election. Immediately, I mean immediately, the stocks started dropping to the floor. So that's power, man. And then after that, today, he said, okay, we can negotiate some, you know, things back on the table. And, and guess what? The Dow started shooting up today. It was over 500. So when you have scared money on the, on the stock, man, it's not really in your best interest to... Uh, to play with your money if you don't have money to play with. Because one tweet from that man can lose you a ton of money, or one tweet from that man could get you a significant amount of money. 
it all depends on how he's feeling for the day. So, and a man and a businessman like himself, you know, he knows the power that he holds with his Twitter account. So, what we were talking about today again is, is, is taxes. Not just Donald Trump's taxes, but anybody's taxes and the ways that you can leverage yourself in order to, to benefit from these tax strategies. So, we're going to just start from the TOPO, man, because that's the way I like to do it. I'm going to read some information to you that we've been compiling. Um, and shout out to put it out there. That's my homie. Doing good work out there. Shout out to the author of the credit Bible, not the credit Bible, uh, the accounting and, and tax uh, estate Bible. That gentleman. So let's go, man. Let's just get into it. Um, I'm going to give you some information um, and then I'm going to interject some information that I've came to know over the past uh, 20, 30 years of me doing taxes. So I have personal experience and professional experience when it comes to these tax strategies. And we're just going to mix it all up in a pot like gumbo, and I'm going to give it to you. Now, many uninformed U.S. citizens, quote unquote, have been up in arms over President Donald Trump's tax records, right? The fact that Donald Trump has only paid $750 in taxes in the past 10 to 15 years is the true point of contention. Now, I know that not to be true. So he, he's paid more than $750 in the past 10 to 15 years. I've actually seen a breakdown of all the taxes he's paid over the years. It's just one particular uh, three-year period in which he only paid 750 So let me just clear that up. So, because a lot of people just think he never paid taxes until the seven fifty, that is not true. He paid tens of millions of dollars over the years in the course of him doing the show, um, uh, other things where he he you know did he got like several millions of dollars just for having the Oreo, uh, the, the limited Oreos. All he does is one liner in commercials and TVs and stuff. And he, he's getting millions of dollars just. Just for dropping, you know, those little things here and there. And then with his real estate, that's a whole other bucket of money. Then when he had The Apprentice, that was a, a ton of money. He was getting like $40, $50 million a season. So the man had to pay taxes on things like that. But the things that uh, he didn't pay taxes on or he leveraged his tax uh, strategy, that's what we're going to get into. So. I just wanted to clarify that he has paid taxes within the past 10 or 15 years. So uh, people feel like if they're bearing a heavy tax burden, then Donald Trump, a wealthy man, should bear the same burden, if, if not more. So it sounds like some, some hater-ish to me, right? That, that's what people will say. This is some hater thing, hater-ish going on. So my question is, why are people interested in learning the income tax secrets that Donald Trump's tax returns reveal as opposed to being a hater? So this is, a, this is a learning moment, people. If you know that this man only pays so many dollars in taxes over a period of time, then you should want to learn what he did so you can do it, right? Right. That would make sense to me. So as we proceed, to give you this game. This is what it is. Income tax secrets. Yes. If President Donald Trump were truly Thank you. 
Okay, okay, check, 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 one, two. Looks like I started talking about some things and, and the powers to be tried to stop my sound, y'all. I'm not surprised because this is some sensitive information to some. Um, it's regular information for, just for those in the know, but uh, not going to stop until, you know, they come and get me. <laughs> y'all pray for me, man. Shout out to my mom, man. Shout out to to Mama Divine, she's still, you know, she's still fighting this, this, uh, these health issues, but we're going to get through that, man, so just, just keep my mother up in prayer, um, uh, Miss Nora Downey, we love you, baby, and I just want to give her a quick shout out. Okay, so, where did I leave off? Income tax secrets. going to break it down one more time for y'all, since we were so rudely interrupted. Okay. Again, if President Donald Trump were truly in violation, let me break some easy things. I need y'all to hear every word that I'm saying. All right. All right, y'all. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hear me? Clear me. All right. So if President Donald Trump were truly in violation of any tax laws, don't you think that the Internal Revenue Service would immediately, immediately initiate charging him criminally? Like, I don't care who you are in the United States of America. One thing that you're going to count on, well, that's two things. You're going to count on paying your taxes and death. Those are the two things you can guarantee in the United States of America or the United States Corporation, whatever you want to call it. You're going to pay your taxes and you're going to die. Those are two things that's definitely going to happen. Now, would the IRS immediately initiate charging him criminally? Absolutely. If he was in violation, absolutely. No one is safe from the IRS. If you owe the IRS, they're coming for that money. Excuse me. So they didn't they didn't waste any time with Fat Joe. Check check track record. Look up Fat Joe. IRS tax secrets and ta- I mean IRS tax evasion or whatever. Richard Pryor. They came for him. Wesley Snipes. That's what's one of the more recent cases that y'all could probably uh, you know relate to. Uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. They came for Lauren Hill. Yes. My. Queen, they came for DMX. <laughs> this is just to name a few. We can go on and on. Y'all know how they did uh, Mr. Biggs, Isley, Ronald Isley. Yeah, they got Mr. Isley too. Man. Red Fox, man. Listen, you name it, the IRS then came for you. And uh, let me give you some 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 history from my from my from my young my young bucks out there. Al Capone, notorious crime boss. All of the dirt that that man did, no one could arrest him. No one could make any charges stick. Guess who got that man locked up? Tax fraud, tax evasion. If that man had been paying taxes on all that money he was getting illegally, he would have still been running and terrorizing uh, the streets. And that's facts because I checked the tax code, the IRS tax code. You can look it up. It says if you make income from any illegal source, whether that be prostitution, gambling, selling drugs, whatever, as long as you pay your taxes, you're good. If you're engaged with an illegal activity, they don't care. They just want their money. So I'm not giving anybody permission to, to be out here you know, selling drugs or doing all this illegal stuff and then trying to pay taxes on it. But if you were to pay your taxes on drug sales and you caught yourself a business, you sure could uh, walk the streets a little more if you didn't get caught by the police. The IRS wasn't bothering you. I'm just saying. It's a tax code. Look it up. Um, But yeah, let's move on. Now, there must be some income tax secret that Donald Trump or his accountants, plural, 
because I know it ain't just one person. He has a team of accountants, I'm pretty sure, and each one of them are checking the other one out. But they're utilizing a secret to keep the hellhounds at bay. <laughs> Surely you know Donald Trump isn't getting any special treatment from a private for-profit corporation who has a F you pay me mindset. And for those of you who are blind to the fact or not aware, the IRS is nothing more than a collection game for the crown. And I ain't talking about crown royal. I'm talking about the crown. I'm talking about the queen. And I'm talking about the folks who pay taxes to the queen. You live in the United States of America or United States Corporation. <laughs> yeah. So it's F you pay me. You know how the IRS get down. The mouth of the boys don't play about them taxes. Now, the key here and, 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 and the key, the main ingredient to all of this is you must pay taxes on income. So let's start there. What is income? The reason why people record, file, and pay income taxes is that they don't actually know what income is. Now you think what you're paid at your job is considered income, when in fact, this is the furthest thing from the truth. People incorrectly assume that income means money that's coming in. Having said that, we must first comprehend that income is a legal term that has a legal definition. And when you get to talking about legal terms and lawful terms, you need to have on deck a Black Laws Dictionary. The fifth edition of Black Laws Dictionary defines income as the return in money from one's business, labor, or capital invested, gains, profits, salary, wages, etc. Now, the gain derived from capital, from labor or effort, or both combined, including profit or gain through sale or conversion of capital. Income is not a gain accruing to capital or growth in a value of the investment, but is a gain, a profit, something of exchangeable value proceeding from the property severed from the capital, however invested or employed, and coming in being derived, that is, received or drawn by the recipient for his separate use, benefit, and disposal. Now, I know that that's a lot of words, a lot of two, three, four-syllable words, and people get scared of three, four-syllable words, but everything that I'm saying, just break it down. If it's a word in there that you don't understand, look it up. The true increase in the amount of wealth which comes to a person during a stated period of time. This is the Black's Law de- definition of income. All that is mighty confusing, right? Trust me. It is purposely written to be confusing for the average layman. You would have to use a law dictionary to look up several of these words. And the definition itself in order to fully comprehend what's being said. So what truly boils down to is that income is nothing more or less than gains and profits from investments. People have been committing perjury on their tax returns claiming to be making income. Income is gain. These are principles that I'm sure President Donald Trump and his private accountant is aware of. If you don't have any gain and you're just getting paid your wages for labor, that's not really income. So, again, let me break it down to you. You can go back and rewind this. After the show airs live, you can go back and check it out and rewind it live, y'all. So, income, the return in money from one's business, labor, or capital invested, 
gains, profit, salary, wages, etc. Income is gains. Well, what is gains? Glad you asked. This is how we we learn if we ask questions. Don't be assume that you know what a word means just because you think you know what it means in common conversation. When you're speaking lawful terms, you must look up every word, and I mean every word, in order to get the full legal understanding of what that word means lawfully and illegally. So another source that you might want to uh, invest in, definitely get a Black's Law Dictionary. Definitely. And also, if you can find them, they have these Bouvier dictionaries. I have I have two of them. Now, the Bouvier's and the uh, Black's Law Dictionaries, with those two, you're never going to be blindsided about any information in regards when it comes to legal terms and what words actually mean in the law. So, having said that, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into what games are. Gain is a profit, winnings, increment of value, the difference between receipts and expenditures. The difference between cost and a sale price. So, appreciation and value or worth of securities or property. So if you own some gold and silver and you purchased it at $1,000 and it was worth $1,000 and then guess what? The value in gold went up. Now it's worth $2,000. That's income. You received the gain. Excess of revenues over expenses from a specific transaction. Frequently used in the context of describing a transaction not part of a film's typical day-to-day operation. Gain derived from capital is a gain. Profit or something of it exchangeable, valuable value proceeding from the property severed from the capital, however invested and received or drawn by claiming for a separate use, benefit, and disposal. Now, this is Commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service versus... Uh, Simmons Gin Company. Um, yeah, this this is this is actual case law where this information was proven, and people like Mr. Trump was able to get get off with that because these are actual cases that was won in court. And they were once it becomes law, it's law. And once you recite law and you put it in context with your situation, it doesn't change. It it, it holds true to fact. You can also look up uh, acquire and acquisition, capital gains, income, profit, and return, legal definitions of gains. So ask yourself these six questions. This is what I want you to do. Ask yourself these six questions. Do you earn money from stocks or bonds? Are you an officer of a corporation, including a 501c3 corporation? I'm just ask yourself these questions. Again, number one, do you earn money from stocks or bonds? Or are you an officer of a corporation? Now, some of you very well may be. I'm an officer of a corporation. Um, I earn money off of stocks and bonds. Those things are considered income. Let me finish. Do you earn money from any occupational license, such as medical, electrical license, or something like that? Are you an electrician? Did you have an electrical license? Or do you have a a medical practice? Um, Something like that? Now, if you do, check yes. And, And we got four more questions for you. Number three. Do you work for the United States or a state government? Are you a federal employee or a state employee? Do you work for the United States or any state government? Do you hold a local office? Number four, do you live in any possession of the United States, such as Guam, Virgin Islands, etc.? Are you in the military? 
Do you make any money on any property owned by the United States, such as a restaurant in National Park? If you answer no to all of these questions, you don't make income. You're earning your wages, and you have a right to earn wages to take care of yourself. Is that's just a right to live? That's not income. If you, if you said no to everything I just said, you do not make income. You make a wage. Don't let people confuse you when you say you're getting the salary. No, you tell them. I get an hourly wage. You have a right to earn a wage. Income is just a little bit different, people. So, remember those six questions. Let me run them down to you real quick. One more time. I want y'all to get this, y'all. One, do you earn money from stocks and bonds, or are you an officer of a corporation? including a 501c3. So if you're an officer of a non-profit organization, then you make an income. Do you earn money from any occupational license, such as a medical or electrical license? That's income. Do you work for the United States or any state government? If you do, that's income. Do you live in any possession of the United States, such as Guam, Virgin Islands, etc. Are you in the military? Do you make money on any property owned by the United States, such as a restaurant in a national park? If you said no to all of those, you don't have income, you don't need to pay taxes. Ask your 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 local IRS representative. Ask them, see if they know their job. Now, what about Donald Trump? Now, President Donald Trump is a horse of a different color. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's check all of the six points to, to, to be sure, though. He is actually an officer of a corporation. In fact, he is the chief executive officer. He's the CEO, listen, chief executive officer of the United States Federal Corporation, as mentioned in 26 United States Code 3002. That's a little deep for y'all, but look it up. Hey, Google is great. Look up 28 United States Code 3002, and then it'll tell you about United States Federal Corporation. Okay, two, Donald Trump doesn't have an occupational license that I know of, um, so we can check this off as a no. Three, as the President of the United States of America, Donald Trump, presumably, presumably works for a government. Four, Donald Trump is a resident of a federal territory. He resides in the White House, right? Federal territory. Okay. Uh, Number five, President Donald Trump is the commander-in-chief over the armed forces, the military. I think that was one of the questions. Are you in the military? Uh, Yeah. Uh, he resides in the federal territory. Yeah. Uh, he's presumably worked for the government. Yeah. Uh, he has an occupational license. I don't know about that. So we can check that off as a no. But number six, Donald Trump does, does make money on property owned by the United States. So therefore, Donald J. Trump is what the Internal Revenue Code defines as a taxpayer. Of course, this will not always be the case if Donald Trump will not always be the president. This also may not be the case after Trump leaves office, which is why people have no business being worried about Donald Trump's tax returns before he took his seat as president. Those are the years he was a private citizen. He, private citizen. Private citizen private citizen. Let that sink in, y'all. He was a private citizen and a public figure, but not a public official. Those years are not the business of we the people. So sounds like to me, sounds like you're telling me not to pay my taxes. No, no, no. 
I'm not saying anything of the such. Tax evasion is a serious crime. And like I said, Al Capone got it. You don't want to invade on paying your taxes. If you have contracts with the Internal Revenue Service, you ought to honor those contracts. Even still, it would be disingenuous of me to leave out the fact that back in 1986, over 30 million people were not paying income taxes in the United States. Rewind. 1986, I was graduating high school, y'all. Entering my freshman year Central State University C HBCU uh, But in 86 Over 30 million people Were not paying income taxes to the United States Surely the IRS Didn't let over 30 million people Just lie on not paying And reporting their income taxes Some of those people knew The same exact income secrets that Donald Trump knows Some were even Criminally charged Yet they kicked the Internal Revenue Service's ass in federal court, federal tax court, let me clarify, using these secrets. These income tax secrets have now been made available to the general public. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, when you, when you allow something to become made to the general public, what happens is, for those that agreed and, and want to know how did this come about, that's a business in itself. If you can understand how this works, you can reduce people's taxes, persons' taxes, businesses' taxes, and instead of just being a tax preparer, you can be a tax advocate and you can help people put more money back into their pocket, keep businesses getting a bigger bottom line. This is tax strategy as opposed to just preparing taxes. Now, I started out preparing taxes over 30, 31 years ago. I worked for a company called Blake and Blake and Block. I'm going to leave it like that. I don't give them no profit. But yeah, I worked for a company for two, three years, and I saw how they were mistreating people that looked like me. It was just like, hey, uh, you're spending too much time with them. You need to go ahead and give them a few thousand dollars and get them out of here. So I took offense to that because some of those clients that they were trying to rush out of the door had four or five kids, single parent homes, you know what I'm saying, working two jobs trying to make ends meet. So, no, I wasn't going to just try and get her two or three thousand dollars and rush her out. No, I was trying to get her ten thousand dollars so she could feed her kids and, you know, take care of a few things. So, that led me to want to start doing my own taxes. So, I eventually left that uh, Alphabet Boy company and started doing tax preparation myself and got pretty good at it was doing it for some family members and myself and then i started really getting into it you know what i'm saying so long story short been doing this for about 30 years uh did a few um audits on behalf of some of my my clients um it's some forms that you can sign to allow people to go to those audits for you if you're a little scared of the, the alphabet boys but no fear here. If you know that you know that you know, and you stand on your square, and you go down there and you deliver the information on behalf of your client or a friend or a family member, whoever the case may be, um, they don't have to worry about going down there and getting nervous. And you don't have to worry about it because it's just, it's, it's just paperwork and it's not yours. So something to think about. But um, yeah, I, I, I had a few wins with the alphabet boys it's just because i understood the tax code the tax law and i and i'll buy it and supply the information that they were requested now if you don't have your paperwork together then yeah you can run into some problems if you do good accounting practices and you have a good counter accounting accountant whether that be a certified public accountant or certified private accountant peak game that word public and private is very important. So I'm dropping gems right now. So get you a certified private account if you know like I know. But anyway, when you love to ask the taxes if there were no legal repercussions to worry about, like, come on, man. Think about it. Now, your president paid $750 in taxes. $750. I got to tip my hat. I'm sorry. I got to tip my hat, y'all. Because that is one hell of a accountant or accountant that he has there. 
So trust and believe, if he got that kind of accounting, the whole family's had it. And it ain't nothing new. I'm pretty sure they were dumping through these tax loopholes from day one. His father and his father before him. So let's get back to the topic again. Now, again, wouldn't you love to ask the taxes if there were no legal repercussions to worry about? Wouldn't you love to bring home more of your hard-earned money without the threat of federal prison time? What if there was some type of inexpensive manual that can show you step-by-step process on how to lawfully ask the taxes? Yes, there's a book that actually shows you how to lawfully stop paying and reporting income taxes. The IRS is well aware of that, that the Supreme Court has ruled that you cannot be charged an income tax on money you earn in any common occupation within the United States of America. With taxes, you'll learn how to easily enforce that United States Supreme Court decision. And I wouldn't be too surprised if Donald Trump's accountant has a copy of that, uh, that, 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 that book in his personal library. So if you want a copy of Ask the Taxes, I have a copy of that for you. Anybody Anybody want to get a copy of Extra Taxes, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go to divinewealthprinciples.com. When you get to the website, there is going to be a pop-up at the top or the bottom of the screen. If you're on a computer or a laptop, whatever, you're going to see a pop-up that says subscribe. Put your email in there. And when I see your email, um, I'll respond to you. Or you can click on the contact tab. And then have a little bit of more information where you can fill out and you can actually say what you need to say. Just put ask the tax. If you send that to me by any way, shape, or form, what I'll do is I will respond with the PDF of ask the taxes for you. And you can have that information, go over that information, and you can get step-by-step instructions on how you can ask your taxes. Absolutely legally, absolutely lawfully. Now, these strategies that I'm talking about, I uh, I give some of my premier clients that I, I do accounting for. Uh, we use some of these strategies for them to help leverage their situation. Now, if you have a business, like I said, you have a court, you're a corporation, you're an officer, something like that. Some of these strategies are not going to work for you per se. But if you're an average person that works a regular job and you're earning a wage, you're not really making income, you don't work for the government, um, you don't have to pay taxes on your wages. You only pay taxes on income. So we can get into the just of it, we can get into the specifics, but the long or the short of it is this. If you are willing to get this information, I'm willing to share it with you. Um, and I'm not going to charge you anything. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you the extra tax PDF as soon as you, uh, you know, inquire about it. Now, if you don't want to go to my page and subscribe, that's fine. Shoot me an email. You can shoot me an email at info at divinewealthprinciples.com. I hope you know how to spell divinewealthprinciples.com. Um, shoot me an email, and in the subject line, just put ask the tax, and I'll shoot you that PDF. Now, what I wanted to do was get me some, some callers in here so I can uh, see if they had any questions about what we discussed today. We talked about, uh, we broke it down how uh, Donald Trump was able to only pay $750 in taxes over tens of million dollars that he made. Uh, and it's because of leveraging these tax strategies and these secrets that I've been discussing with you today. So, um, I got about like about 35, 36, 36 callers in the queue, and I got about 25 people in the chat room. I want to, uh, let me go in the chat room first, and then I'm going to circle back and answer a few questions. We're going to be on for another 13 minutes or so, and then I'm going to have to jump on my, my weekly Zoom. If you want to be a part of my weekly Zoom, I have a weekly Zoom training for my personal business credit clients. Uh, basically, it's a Q&A coaching uh webinar you want to be a part of that also shoot me an email at info at divinewealthprinciples.com and say zoom in the title in the subject line if you say zoom i'll send you the access code you can get in there 
and see what we do uh, just for one session until you become, once you become a client, you have unlimited access to the Zooms and the webinars. And when we get back on the road, we might be coming to a city near you. But yeah, um, for the PDF, to learn step-by-step on how to mitigate or eliminate your tax liability, uh, shoot me an email, ask the tax in the subject line, and I'll shoot you that PDF. So let me look into the chat room, and let me see. Let me see who we got in here and what questions. Yo, shoot me some questions. I see a lot of shout-outs. What's up? We got uh, Detroit, <laughs> the big D in the house. Shout out to Detroit, man. I see y'all. I see y'all. Uh, shout out to Lexington. We got Lexington, Kentucky in the building. Shout out to Lexington, Kentucky. Y'all ain't got no questions? I see a lot of peace, peace, peace. I see a lot of peace. Okay. Islam family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Here's a question. Okay. From a female. She said, sexy eyes, 69. Okay, from 60 out 69, she's checking in from Baltimore. Be more in the building. She says, with head of household and I own a business, am I able to take advantage of these tax liabilities? Now, that depends. Depends on what business you're in, one. Depends on is your business located or you operating in a federal building or a government building. Uh, I think one of the scenarios that I gave uh, before was say like you have a restaurant or something like that in a national park. Anything that's on government territory like that. Um, let me give you another example. If you live near any type of military base, we have a military base here uh, where I domicile and they have stores on that military base. One's called like ACs and some other things like that. If you had a, a, something within the parameters of a military style, you know, then yes, that is considered income. But if you own a business and it's a, you know a small business and only ran by you, and um, it just depends. It just depends. Shoot me uh, your email, and we can get a little further in that because I don't want to give you some misinformation about that but you claim it had a household you got you know some children or whatnot all of that goes into the, the to you know you paying less taxes because it gives you a higher uh, deduction for your household but if you're doing your taxes properly or your accountant is doing them properly they should know that you separate your business from your personal uh expenses and things of that nature so unless it's a home-based brand business once you be able to combine those then you have some some tax advantages if you do a home-based business but it gets a little tricky but if you cut and dry and your business is, is separate from your personal then it's, it's pretty easy to, to see um, how much you make in gross revenue sales minus your expenses to actually conduct business this is where a lot of people leave money on the table the 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 expenses that it costs you to run and operate your business now we're talking about salary for yourself your employee overhead uh, rent utilities um, anything that you use to operate and conduct your business cell phone bills, office bills, internet, anything that you use to operate and conduct business is considered an expense. So those expenses minus your gross revenue, minus your salary, minus insurance, legal fees, taxes, uh, your accountant, if you got an accountant, uh, legal fees, state filing fees, put everything that your business costs you to operate as an expense. Even a car you drive. If you drive a car and that car has has something to do with your image and the way that you portray yourself or conduct your business, then your car, I mean, if you got a, a, a restaurant, your car is not really going to be that big of a deal. But if you have a catering company, it means a big deal. Because if you pull up with your catering company, you have a nice car and it's wrapped with your information on it, that is a company vehicle. That is a form of advertisement and that is an expense. 
Let me give you another example. One of my clients, and I know she loves me. I'm not going to put her name out here. But one of my clients, she uh, she's in real estate. Now, she lives in an area where it's a lot of bodies of water. And she shows like million-dollar homes, multi-million-dollar homes. So she purchased a, a, a boat. It wasn't a yacht, but it was, it was a nice little boat. Um, and she, you know, she, she pulls up and shows houses in this little mini, you know, little little boat. So she got a little boat, and it was fly. Okay, it was a mini yacht. Okay, I'm not going to purge. It was a mini yacht. So she uses this mini yacht for her business because she shows a lot of oceanfront properties. Now, question was, can she write this off on her taxes? And firsthand, you like, you don't need a yacht to show houses. But if you're showing multi-million dollar houses, would you look a little lame pulling up in a little canoe? You know what I mean? So if that's a part of your brand and, and it, it, it helps you to get those million dollar deals done, showing a property pulling up in a little mini yacht. Yes, that is a part of my business. You can't tell me how to brand my company. This is if you can't tell me what I need to wear as my uh, professional attire when showing multi-million dollar homes. So if I had on some, you know, khakis, uh, polo shirt, and I'm trying to show a $50 million home, I don't think they're going to look at me and be like, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to invest $50 million in this uh, commission with this guy that just got out damn canoe with some you know, boat shoes and catches. But, you know, I'm saying the way you put yourself and the way that you present your business, no one can say what's, you know, is that a little much? It could teeter the line. But if you have a story and you can make it make sense to the IRS, then it, it, it I mean, put this in perspective. If you said, I need a yacht to sell houses they're not going for that they'll flag that but if they audit you and then you explain in detail I show multi-million dollar homes that are ocean for a property therefore the boat or the yacht that I use is imperative for me to make these sales because it gives my customers satisfaction in knowing that this is not my first trip at the rodeo I do this for real I sell oceanfront properties I show oceanfront properties and I have a boat with my business name on it to back that up. So these are some things that you can explain to IRS and the auditors to make sure that those things go through as expenses and not frivolous expenses. So it's just little things like this that we never heard of because when we hear the words IRS and audit, we instantly freak out because of the track record that some of our stars and our beloved people that we hold dear to our heart went to jail for. Like, when you hear about Red Fox, uh, uh, Ronald Isley, Wesley Snipes, all these people getting tax evasion and going to prison, it's like, wow. But where are their accountants? You know what I'm saying? Where are those people when they when they signing these big deals for these movies and these, you know, Richard Pryor, like, where are those accountants? Where are those the people who's supposed to take care of them? <laughs> they got their money and they cut out. You know what I mean? So, these are the things that we don't want to repeat. We don't want to re- have bad <laughs> behavior repeated from generation to generation to generation. Let's get this under control, y'all. Uh, go to my website, divinewellprinciples.com. Subscribe to this website, man, and uh, get in the game. I have so much information to share with y'all, and I only have a limited amount of time to share it to you through the week. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., uh, Saturdays we 1, 1 p.m. to like 3 p.m. depends on how the conversation flow goes but um, I kind of want to answer some live calls here because the chat room they, they, they jumping but they, they just listening and they you know they giving it, they showing love and usually I have two hour radio shows man but I, I really don't have the time to do two hours anymore uh, especially during the weekday uh, so let me do something. Let me look down. I'm going to look down the line. I'm going to try and grab a random number and open up the phone lines and get a question out here. Somebody might have a question on the call 
that may, you know, I might be able to help them with some information in regards to this tax uh, game. Now, I got some 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 numbers on here that's looking like some some uh, I don't know if it's some Google numbers or what. I usually get some weird calls, man. I don't know if I'm on the answer, you know, because they get to clown sometimes. But when you when you put any title, when you're talking about uh, Donald Trump taxes, those are like hashtags that people, you know, you get a lot of, tro- a lot of trolls that want to come in and, 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 you know, just be on some goofy mess, man. I really got two minutes, and I really wanted to answer some calls. I got one. Let me go down to the bottom, because some of these people that's been with me on the call, the entire call, some of those individuals, I see a lot of familiar uh, area codes. But this one from, let me see, 314, that's a that's not a number that I've seen. I don't know what that, let me see. Let me see where them, them folks checking in from. That no, that's not nap time. Where is that at? Is that the Lou, St. Louis? Might be St. Louis, might be Rock Hill. I'm going to check them out. So, area code 314, uh, your last digit is 4953. I'm going to open up the lines and see if you got a question or you just want to check in before we wrap this show up. So, area code 314, 4953, you on the air. Who I got on the line? Yeah, this is Bianchi. You know, I really appreciate the information that you're giving out. And about the yacht, it's better to pull up in a boat than a canoe. But no, <laughs> a person could have a yacht during presentations on the properties that we're about to go see. Then take them out to see it. But the only thing that a business person has to remember, in order for you to deduct, you have to have income that's going to be able to substantiate those deductions. Have you ever Absolutely. talked about the difference between the S corp and the C corp? Uh, yeah, we sometimes there's advantages in having either one of those. And I also want to thank you for explaining this uh, deal with the president on this seven hundred and fifty dollars. We don't know if that's true or not. Plus, there's a statute that forbids people revealing information called the confidentiality disclosure and returns and return information. So there you go. Yeah, and you you hit a lot of good points on that. But in regards to uh, Mr. Trump's taxes, we actually I have a flow chart, and um, I might put that out there uh, Saturday. If you if you jump back on the show Saturday at one p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I, I have the whole breakdown from like 2010 to the current date and shows a flow chart of because he paid mad taxes in in some of those years. Like he he actually paid like 10, 15 million, 17 million at one point. But um, between 2016 and 2019, he, he actually did only pay 750 but it was because of the way that he structured some of his businesses, and he put a lot of things in his, his family's name, so he was a shareholder in some of those things, so he would only get dividends from some of them, and then it, it's just a, it's, it's a very, very intrinsic way that they did it, but it was absolutely legal and absolutely lawful, but when things like this is brought into the public, because he is a private citizen outside of being the president. When, when he goes from being a president, he will go back to being a private citizen. And the difference between private and public is huge. And a lot of people don't understand it too. And that is one of the major keys that we're going to be discussing uh, on Saturday, uh, the difference between public and private. Like that in Absolutely. itself. Yeah, once you understand what it means to be a private and a secure party creditor, it changes the game on everything because <laughs> I could go out there. You know what? Top. We've seen this before. We've seen this before when Nelson Rockefeller, who was the governor of New York, decided to run as president. And right. for some reason or another, them people in New York is always anti-rich person, which mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's just the politics in it. But no, businesses, the only business, I mean, a legitimate business, either structured as one form or another of a corporation, brings about great benefits. And there's a veil between you and that corporation. There shouldn't be any intermingling of 
the funds. But the advantages that you have is just tremendous, and that's the way to go if you can afford to do this. Absolutely. And and the point that you made about those expenditures, having you have to have income to show, okay, how did you afford this yacht? You just can't, boom, I got a yacht. No, that ain't how it works because they will dig. And, and, and the audits that I've done for individuals, they they dug, dug, and dug. And I, I, I presented every piece of information they needed. And we got this, this individual, um, he got a tax return from the IRS of $145,000. And when I say it took them about six months back and forth until they let that money go, they had to let it go because I knew what I was doing, and I had the, the Supreme Court rulings and everything that I needed to show in order to get that done. And when I got it done, they didn't want to see me anymore. <laughs> they, that's great, they man. And, you know, me. another form of income that's not taxable until you get up around $80,000, and that's foreign income. For those that are doing business overseas, say Africa, that first $80,000 of personal income is taxed, you know, is not taxed at all. But uh, it sounds like you own the ball and the information that you are giving the listeners and your clients, I have to say from what I hear, you spot on, man. So keep up the good work. I appreciate you. And uh, what, what city are you calling in from? I'm either between Midwest, around the St. Louis area, or down south in the Delta. Gotcha. Keep on winning your Diamond South family. <laughs> I appreciate you for calling okay. in. Uh, we're going to wrap this call up, but all of these shows are on podcasts. You can go back and listen to those, and you can actually download some of the information. But, uh, yeah, I'll be back on the air Saturday at 1 p.m. Uh, I might have a couple of my other uh, partners on with me because we, we, we like to really get into a lot of deep, heavy information, and we're going to open up the doors about we're going to piggyback a little bit of this information then we're also going to get into uh, a little bit of what public and private public versus private is and shouts out to my man yusuf l shouts out to uh all of the freedom fighters out there shouts out to all of the people who understand secure party creditors and who understand the difference between public and private man it is definitely something that you need to look into uh, instead of being on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you need to get into the know of how this country is ran and operated. That's the main thing. This country is ran and operated on commerce. When they say this is the land of opportunity, that's what they mean. They mean come here and get busy. Don't come here and be someone that's looking for a handout. That's not what this country was predicated on. If you're doing commerce, you can really come over here and get it in. It's structured to help businesses, not individuals. If you're a person or an individual, um, those individuals become the worker slash slaves of this country. The people that come over here to do commerce and have a dream and they are building on something and they're building a legacy, it's every benefit known to man for you. But when we get into this whole tax situation, it, it, it poses a whole other monster. But like I said, it's loopholes to everything. You just got to know and understand the law. Uh, get you a Black's Law Dictionary, preferably the fourth or the fifth edition. Uh, also get you a backup of the Bouvier's Law Dictionaries and just keep them in your library, man. And if you think you know what a word means in legal terms, look it up anyway. You'll be surprised. You will be surprised. Every word that you hear and having conversation is not lawful. But, man, we're going to wrap it up, man. I appreciate each and every one of y'all for checking in with me, giving me an hour of your energy, peace and love and blessings, man. And until the next time, we're going to send you off with one of my uh, one of my son's songs, man. The difference between me and you, man. Let's go. L to the C, Chan the Rapper. Check him out. Y'all have a good hump day, man. Peace and love. Go watch that debate, man. It's going to be hilarious. What's the difference between me and you? You. You. What's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Because most opinions are different. And let me be more specific before you answer that in your head. Let this marinate.
marinate. Saying you real, but love jacking people for bricks and chips. And then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it. And you in the same business that you got yourself in. And that's like a pure jealousy and hate because you love to do it. But think nobody else will. That's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel. That's more important to get in a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long. If it feels you would get lost. And I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the Austin. Because nowadays it's rarely seen from TMC to do that quite often. So I sit back and enjoy life for every day that I breathe. And do this music till it's time for me to leave. You know, you talk about some flashy Not end up having a dad. I'm just saying. Talk about some flashy, flashy, flashy. 